Pig Town Stories, Chapter 15. Well, it's been a long time since we visited the pigs. They went off to Mexico to have a nice vacation and get away from all that cold weather. Today in Chapter 15, we're going to find out what have the pigs been doing in Mexico? Once upon a time, many of the pigs in Pigtown flew to Mexico to get away from the cold winter and to enjoy the warm sunshine. The trip to the airport took a long time because the roads were so icy. Peter Pig was driving the bus, and for once, he had to go slowly. Molasses Pig laughed and said, Peter, you are driving as slowly as I do. The other pigs laughed, too. All the seats on the airplane were full. There were, of course, all of the pigs, but also, there were some dogs from Dogtown. Some cats from Cattown. And even some ladybugs from Ladybugtown. Peter Pig and Blue Pig were sitting in the same row. Their bulky winter coats made them so big, it was hard to fasten the seat belts. Freddy Friendly Pig made sure that she and Wild Bill Boar were sitting next to each other. They had been taking dancing lessons and were ready to go salsa dancing when they got to Mexico. Molasses Pig was the last one to get on the plane. He was looking for his seat. He thought he had found it and was beginning to sit down. Stop! shouted Freddy Friendly Pig. Molasses stopped. Why did you tell me to stop? he asked. Look in the seat, replied Freddy. Molasses looked. What he thought had been an empty seat was actually full of ladybugs. There were a lot of them. The ladybugs had been shouting to not sit down. But they were so small and so far away that Molasses didn't hear them. There were three seats in Molasses Pig's row. There were 300 ladybugs in the seat by the window and 250 in the seat by the aisle. Molasses would sit between them in the middle seat. <coughs> Little Pig sat with her mom and Tiny Pig was sleeping with his friend Ant in her pocket. No one knew where Micro Pig was. They all knew he was going to come because he said he wanted to learn how to play the guitar in Mexico. Where was he? Well, Micro Pig was sitting on the pilot's nose. He wanted to watch all the controls in the cockpit. He was so small that he didn't even have to buy a ticket. Ostrich Pig sat with a bowl full of water on her lap for Goldfish Pig. Goldfish Pig was very happy to get out of the icy cold pond in Molasses Pig's backyard. 
The plane took off. All the pigs shouted, Hooray! Little Pig almost started to sing her special flying song, but then remembered she was on an airplane and didn't have to. It took four hours to arrive in Mexico. The pigs had worn their heavy winter coats when they got on the plane, but when they got off, it was too warm to keep them on. They stood right there on the runway, opened their backpacks, and pushed those coats inside. The pigs were going to stay at the Piggy Casitas. They had to ride in many taxicabs to get there. Peter Pig asked the driver if he could drive. The driver said, No, Senor Peter, we have heard all about you and how you drive. Lo siento, sorry, but you may not drive my beautiful taxi. Peter was disappointed at first, but soon he was enjoying sitting in the back seat. He stared at the mango trees as they drove to the Piggy Casitas. The Piggy Casitas were right on the beach. The ocean was calm and deep dark blue. Little crabs scurried sideways across the sand and disappeared into holes. Pelicans flew above the gentle waves looking for fish. High, high up in the sky, the frigate birds floated. This is amazing, Freddy squealed. Let's get into our swimming suits. The pigs went into their rooms, changed into their swimming suits, put on sunscreen, found their dark glasses, their towels, their umbrellas, their beach toys, and ran out onto the sand. Ouch! shouted Molasses. This sand is hot. I need to put something on my feet. Just run into the water, Peter yelled. It will be nice and cool. Peter ran into the ocean. Even molasses ran. They jumped into the sea. Ah, this is much better, molasses said. But I forgot my penguin. Molasses had brought a plastic inflatable floaty shaped like a penguin. It was back in the casita. He splashed up to the shore then ran as fast as he could across the hot sand to get his penguin. No one had ever seen Molasses Pig move so fast. He came back a long time later. What had he been doing? No one asked. After all, he was Molasses Pig. He had also forgotten to bring out his penguin. As it got later in the day, the sand began to cool off and the little pigs were able to build sand castles and dig holes in the beach. They ran after the crabs, but no one could catch them. Freddy Friendly Pig sat under her umbrella, trying to read the book she had brought with her. It was not easy because Wild Bill Gore kept asking her questions. How do you say the word dancing down here in Mexico? He asked. Freddy looked up from her book. Bailando, she answered. Freddy knew that in Mexico a different language was spoken. She had studied and she knew a few words in Spanish. Then she tried to go back to her book. 
but she had lost her place. It took her a few seconds to find where she had left off in her story. Wild Bill asked another question. How do you say, I'm hungry? <sighs> Tengo hambre, she said. Again, she lost her place in the book. How do you say, well, where's the bathroom? He asked again. Freddy got annoyed. She wanted to read. She took off her dark glasses, closed her book, and stood. ¿Dónde está el baño? Now, if you want to know anything else, I have a Spanish dictionary in the casita. You can go look up any words you don't know. Then she ran into the ocean, jumped in, and cooled off. A little later, she felt badly about how she spoke to Wild Bill. She ran back to say she was sorry. Wild Bill was sitting under the umbrella with Freddy's Spanish dictionary. He was looking up words. He said, Está bien, gracias por decir lo siento. Freddy did not know what he said. They both laughed and made plans to go dancing that night. Micro Pig had jumped onto Blue Pig's ear when the pigs were getting off the plane. He was enjoying all of the very small things in Mexico. But he did not know how he would find a guitar teacher, nor a guitar small enough for him to play. As the taxi sped past the market, Micro Pig saw guitars hanging on a wall. He jumped off Blue Pig's ear and flew out the open window. He floated over to the guitars. They were very, very big to Micro Pig. He landed on one of the strings and sat there. What was he going to do? It was one thing to want to play a guitar and another to actually do it. Micro Pig had been there five minutes when he heard a little voice behind him. Hola, it said. Do you like guitars? Micro Pig turned around to see a teeny tiny pig no bigger than himself. Yes, Micro Pig answered. I like guitars a lot. I want to learn to play, but I'd, I don't know how I'm going to do that. Do you know where I can find a tiny guitar and a teacher? <laughs> the little pig answered. See, I have two teeny guitars and I can teach you. What is your name? Micro Pig asked. My name is Cerdito, and I am the best tiny guitar player in all of Mexico. Come with me and we can begin. Micro Pig and Cerdito left the music shop. They went to Cerdito's house where they had a lovely meal and a wonderful dessert. Then Micro Pig got his first guitar lesson. Blue Pig was happy to be in a warm place. He had been standing up on that cold hill outside of Pigtown too long. He no longer had a cold and was ready to try out a Mexican hill. The sky was brilliant blue and he was eager to be in a high place to match that wonderful color. He talked to a taxi driver. Senor, can you take me to the top of that big hill? The taxi driver looked in the direction that Blue Pig was pointing. He slowly shook his head no. 
So sorry, he answered. There is no road to the top of that hill. I have a cousin who could take you up by helicopter. Blue Pig decided that it would cost too much money to go up by helicopter, and then he would still have to come down the same way. In the end, Blue Pig decided to stand on the roof of the casita to match the sky color. He found a ladder and climbed up. It was hot. He lasted exactly one hour. Blue Pig decided he needed a vacation and went swimming every day after that. Little Pig watched as motorboats took tourists high into the air on parasails. She begged her mom to go up too. Her mom smiled and said, Little Pig, you don't need to go up on a parasail. You can fly all by yourself. Oh, you are right, Mommy. Little Pig sang her flying song and soon was flying up and down the beach. Then she saw a line of pelicans skimming just above the waves. It looked like great fun. She joined them. The pelicans were fishing, but Little Pig was just flying around. The pelicans were not unfriendly, but they were busy and didn't want to talk. Little Pig tried to ask the pelican close to her what his name was. He didn't answer. Little Pig had to stop singing her flying song to ask that question and suddenly found herself plunging into the ocean. Fortunately, Peter Pig was swimming close by and was able to help her get back to the beach. She had water up her nose and in her ears and she was a little bit frightened. She ran to her mom and sat under the umbrella with her until it was time to go to dinner. On their second day in Mexico, Peter Pig rented a surfboard. He had been watching the surfers. It looked easy. He was good on a skateboard and thought it should be the same except wetter. He picked out a nice-looking red surfboard. It reminded him of the red sports car he'd crashed a long time ago. The board was heavy, much heavier than his skateboard. He asked Molasses Pig to help him carry it to the water. On this day, the waves were much bigger than they had been the day before. He knew he had to paddle the board out past the waves first. But what happened is that each wave pushed his board back to shore. He paddled and paddled and still got washed back to the beach. This was going to be much harder than he thought. Peter called to Molasses Pig. Molasses, would you help me push my board out past the waves? Of course I will, answered Molasses. Peter knelt on the board and paddled as hard as he could while Molasses pushed from behind. The water got deep. The waves got big. Soon Molasses could not stand on the sea bed. A big wave came in. 
Peter and Molasses got tumbled in the surf. Molasses bumped his head on a surfboard. He also swallowed a big gulp of water. The lifeguard saw what was happening and swam out to bring them both in. They all sat on the sand. The lifeguard told Peter that he could help him get out past the waves. The lifeguard was a good surfer. He gave Peter Pig a lesson, and soon Peter was out with the other surfers, waiting to catch a ride on a wave. But catching a wave was not easy either. Peter sat out on that board all day and did not get one ride. He did not give up, though. He went out every day and practiced, just like when he wanted to take bigger hops a long time ago. Molasses Pig wanted to scuba dive. After watching Peter Pig struggle with surfing, he thought that getting lessons would be a good thing. There was a diving teacher just up the beach. Molasses signed up for lessons. He was in luck. He could get his first lesson right away. He learned how to put on his air tank, how to wear swim fins, how to take care of his face mask, and many other things. After he had three lessons, he was ready to go into the ocean with his teacher. It was wonderful. Molasses Pig always liked to take a lot of time to look at things. And there were many things to look at under the water. He saw colorful fish, a sea turtle, sea stars, and even a shark. The shark was friendly and Molasses was not afraid. It was very good that he was with his teacher because Molasses was having so much fun looking at things that he didn't realize the air in his tank was getting used up. His teacher swam up to him, looked at the air gauge and told him it was time to go back to the boat. Molasses was sad to leave all the beautiful things he saw under the sea. He told the teacher that he would like to come back every day to see more. Ostrich Pig and Goldfish Pig were interested in shopping. It wasn't easy for them because Goldfish Pig had to be in the water. At first they thought Ostrich Pig could carry the goldfish bowl around town, but they soon discovered that Ostrich Pig got bumped and the water sloshed out of the bowl. They had to come up with a different plan. Freddy Friendly Pig suggested that they use a large Ziploc bag. That way Goldfish Pig would be safe inside the bag and no water would get spilled. They thought that this was a very good idea. Ostrich Pig went down to the ocean to fill the bag. She came back with the bag full. As soon as Goldfish Pig went into the bag, she started coughing. Let me out, she screamed. I can't be in the salt water. Ostrich Pig took her out immediately and put her back in the fishbowl. I'm sorry, she said. I didn't know that ocean water was not good for you. I'll get some fresh water right away. Ostrich Pig emptied the ocean water onto the sand. Then she went to the sink, turned on the faucet, and filled the bag with tap water. 
Then she put Goldfish Pig into the big Ziploc bag, and they went off into town. They went from shop to shop. They were having a lot of fun. Ostrich Pig bought a colorful dress that felt warm and sunny. She was thinking, when it's cold and cloudy in pig town, I can wear this sunny dress. It will make me feel warm inside. She set the Ziploc bag down on the shelf while she tried on the dress. The dress made her so happy that she walked out of the shop and forgot the Ziploc bag with Goldfish Pig inside. She went into a hat shop and was looking at a beautiful sombrero when she remembered, Oh no, I left Goldfish Pig back in the dress shop. She ran out of the hat store and went straight back to the dress shop. The bag was still there, right where she had left it. Goldfish Pig didn't look the same, however. Her bright golden color was a bit dull and the water in the bag looked cloudy. When Ostrich Pig picked up the bag, Goldfish Pig threw up. She threw up all of her lunch. Oh dear, said Ostrich Pig. Are you okay? I don't feel very well, answered Goldfish Pig. Just then the shopkeeper walked over. Is everything all right? she asked. No, my friend is sick, Ostrich Pig answered. I will have to take her back to the casita. The shopkeeper asked, Where did you get the water for the bag? Oh, at first I got the water from the ocean, but that wasn't a good idea. So after that, I turned on the faucet. Ah, said the shopkeeper, If you come from far away, you must use bottled water. The tap water can make you sick. Here, I have some here in the shop. The kind shopkeeper emptied the bag of water, making sure that Goldfish Pig did not go down the drain, and then filled the bag with fresh bottled water. Goldfish Pig felt better, but it would take several hours before she would stop throwing up. Thank you, said Ostrich and Goldfish Pig. Then they remembered what Freddy Friendly Pig had said about how to say thank you in Spanish, so they both said, Gracias. The storekeeper said, De nada which means you're welcome. Ostrich Pig wore her new dress back to the casita. Goldfish Pig took a nap. After several wonderful weeks spent swimming and playing in Mexico, it was time for them to return to Pig Town. They decided to have a big picnic on the beach for their last dinner. Peter Pig went to the Mega Mercado and bought a big bag of the very best pig food. Molasses helped him carry it back to the casita. They had a very nice dinner as the sun set over the ocean. They all had plenty to eat, and even the little beach crabs came up to get a snack. Tiny Pig and Ant had to be careful when the crabs came, though, because they were so small. The crabs might think that they were snacks. The next morning they took taxis to the airport to fly home. They were all rested and had lovely suntans. No one thought to look for Micropig. The plane took off, heading home to Pig Town. Micropig was not on the plane. He had spent the entire vacation living at Cerdito's house taking guitar lessons from the very best tiny guitar player in all of Mexico. 
He practiced every day, and soon he was very happy with the way he played that tiny guitar. A few days after the other pigs had gone home, Micropig thought it was time for him to go home too. Cerdito knew just what to do. He invited one of his very big friends to come over and visit. His friend put Micropig and his guitar into an envelope. They wrote Micropig's street address on the envelope and then put a stamp on it. They mailed Micropig home to Pigtown. The end. Have you ever been to Mexico? Many of the things that the pigs did in this story are things that you could do if you go there. I'm glad the pigs had a good time. Now they're back in Pigtown, and the next story, well, we'll find out what happens when we get to it. Goodbye. <laughs>